You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. I guess for uh, uh, a while now we've been reporting, and, and maybe, you know, it's old news when you think about it, how long this has been, uh, been going on, uh, but Falcons perching up high on uh, at the Sheridan and, and, and nesting and such. We know the, the story. It's been happening for years. Uh, as we reported earlier on, four baby peregrine falcons uh, this time out, and uh, happy to report over the weekend all four had successful flights uh, circling around and coming back and well different flights but uh in the end all got back to where they needed to be let's bring in krista jackson falcon watch coordinator and is with us now krista thanks for the time i hope you're well i am doing well thank you for asking man i can't believe how quickly these things grow the pictures that we're looking at now uh a lot different in just a couple of weeks it definitely is. I uh, actually posted on Instagram um, a picture from the banding, and then a week later, I looked at the the new pictures, and I went. They went from almost all white fluffs with a little black to all the dark colorings with a little bit of white, and it was just over a week. It's pretty amazing to see how quickly they they do grow. And uh, now that they're flying, <laughs> that changes it completely for us. So um, uh, I can imagine, even though you've done this a few times, it's it's you're probably pretty anxious when you're watching them up on the ledge there, flapping away, flapping away, knowing that sooner or later they're going to go airborne. Um, yep, definitely. Like it's it's amazing to watch, um, see them develop and grow into the adults. Um, but every year it's the same thing. You get a little bit pit of anxiety in your stomach there. And, you know, you just watch and you know that it's going to happen. And you know, there's only so much we can do, but we do what we can to help them. But Friday was a perfect example. We had um, Dundurn was the first one to take flight. And we got a good picture of the three remaining chicks at the edge looking down, watching Dundurn fly off. And a little bit later, we had Akmar and Belfour on the ledge flapping their wings together. And we don't know for sure. They could have jumped in um, in sync with each other to go for their first flight. But uh, there was a gust of wind as well. So they could very well have just been blown off the ledge. <laughs> oh, and no. uh, that was their first flight basically right together. And uh, Belfour uh, did a flight to another building and was okay. And Akmar, unfortunately, uh, she went low and did touch ground but was not hurt. Um, it ended up with one of our senior monitors, uh, had to go in for a rescue and just to err on the side of caution, Akmar had a road trip to the owl foundation. Wow. Uh, she was, so, yeah. so, so what happened there? Just, uh, couldn't, uh, couldn't fly away just a little too early. What, what happened there? Any, what's your, what's your thought? Well, when they come to the ground, um, there is great risk for them not being able to take off and fly higher, especially when it's on the first flight. So right. they do go in and rescue. And when they they assess the chick and if there's any concern, there might have been some kind of injury. We just automatically will take them to get them checked out. If we're we just there is no concern, then they'll be re-released to the nest. Um, they, they go to the rooftop just by the Sheraton, um, by where the nest is, and then they can hop back in the ledge. Um, so this case, we erred on the side of caution. She went to the Owl Foundation, came back with a clean bill of health. She was driven back to the uh, the nest later that evening, dropped off, <laughs> and she hopped back in and spent uh, the, the rest of the night, Saturday and part of Sunday with uh, Wednesday. So... <laughs> So do they, now that they've taken off, do they come back at all? Are they out and about? Are they to and fro? Or are they gone? 
Um, for the most part, they just fly around building to building downtown. Um, this is where the volunteers come in. So we try and have one volunteer per falcon, um, per chick, I should say. Uh, plus, we have the, co uh, the coordinators, which will arrange who is watching which falcon. And uh, we just monitor them. So if uh, I was standing there watching Balfour and he took off flying, I would go on the radio and say that he's flown and he's heading, say, north to the Standard Life building. So then I would start heading en route. But then other people will keep an eye because, unfortunately, it's much quicker for them to fly to the building than it is for me to run across the city. And <laughs> it's not uncommon for them to go. And Balfour did it actually to us on Sunday where he flew from the David Braley to Faircloud, got to Faircloud, realized, no, I can't land there and flew off to the BDC. So, mm. you know, when you're following them, sometimes you can be going back and forth like a crazy person. <laughs> so what are mom and dad doing at this point? Or are they still involved? Are you teaching them to hunt? How does that all work? So right now what they do is they will fly around. If a chick uh, seems to be perched too long on one building, they will come around and kind of entice them off. You can see the play between them. Um, we have had a few glimpses of one of the chicks flying near um, the parent and kind of following them around. The parents still do bring the meals to the babies. Um, and as they develop, they'll start where the, the chick has to prepare the meal a bit more where it's not just completely done for them. Mm. Um, and then as they get older, they will start uh, doing stuff where they get them to start hunting their own prey. And when they're in flight, the parents will actually flip under them and they'll touch talons. And that's to get the babies moving the talons when they're flying, getting ready to grip prey when they're uh, hunting. Wow. So how long does this happen before they're independent? Um, it's usually... Uh, three to four weeks. It does vary on the development of the chicks. Um, but we're usually with volunteers, they're usually out three to four weeks. Um, and the coordinators usually stay an extra week past what the volunteers do. Um, they also start usually a week before the volunteers. And, you know, we basically the chicks will let us know when they're ready. When we start seeing them fly around and we're just watching steady flights, you can see them get stronger the the worry of them having a collision with a building is less. That's when we start backing off. Um, but as of right now, this is the most critical time for them because they're still learning to fly. They're learning which buildings they can land on, where where they can land. Um, Akmar actually did last night have a minor collision. Um, she was taken to, again, the Owl Foundation. And they did keep her overnight um, for observation just to make sure um, there was no damage. Sometimes bruising doesn't show till the next day. Uh, she was reassessed this morning and has, again, a clean bill of health. So she will be returned to the nest ledge this afternoon. Um, and I'll be actually posting pictures on the Instagram feed of the release when we get them. And now you are up to date. Uh, great to see four baby peregrine falcons are flying around, getting their uh, wings, per se. Krista Jackson with us, Falcon Watch Coordinator. Krista, as always, thanks so much for the time. Good luck. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.